Ready? Mm-hmm. Are you? I was born ready. <laughs> yeah! We are back. Welcome to the John and Julian podcast. Welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Such a such a nice thing people say, welcome. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, now. <laughs> welcome. This, All right. Let's this podcast <laughs> is brought to you by... Uh, the Jen and Julian podcast. <laughs> by Squarespace. <laughs> it's brought to you by Squarespace. Uh, check out squarespace.com for your website needs. They have some of the cleanest, best looking, most professional looking, easy to use templates and service to make your own website. Go to squarespace.com and enter product code JJ at checkout for 10% off your website. To make yourself a cool website. And thank you, Squarespace, for supporting us. And thank you for these awesome t shirts. Thank they you sent for us. the medium. <laughs> Fits great. No, I was like, you should wear this medium because it like makes your muscles look really big. All right. It makes your shirt look like it can't like even handle your body. Yeah. Oh. 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 Well, okay. You know I'll take what I mean? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a look. It's a look. Anyway, thanks for the shirts. <laughs> thank, thank you, you for sponsoring space. the podcast. Uh, so this week we have a podcast that I think you guys will enjoy. Yeah, it's one of the most requested podcasts that we get, which is shocking to me because it was one of my favorite ones to do because it's all I do in my free time anyways. Yeah. And conspiracy theories is what we're talking about. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um, because you guys know that I go so far down the rabbit hole on the internet all the time and I love it. Uh, we did do a celebrity conspiracy theory. Yeah, so right? we did one conspiracy theories podcast, which was pretty serious. We both gathered some really interesting conspiracy theories and did that podcast. And we did a part two, but it was more of like humorous conspiracy funny, theories, yeah. funny celebrity stuff like that. So this I would consider part two, but it's technically part three. Yeah, I guess. So this is the second serious you know, conspiracy. Part one billion for my brain. <laughs> yeah, Jen, I mean, Jenna sits around long before we even did the podcast and looks up. Conspiracy theories all, all over the place, and she definitely preps for this podcast harder than any other podcast. So, oh well, now you're gonna put way too much pressure on me. I was just falling down black holes. That's all. Like I just I take a long time because you get distracted by 50 other conspiracy theories that you got to know about. So then you can you know give well, you the also, best ones. You also, yeah, exactly. You want to make sure you have the best ones for the podcast. Yeah, but I'm also is... just you know procrastinating because I want to read about things. Selfish. Selfish. <laughs> me. I'm selfish. <laughs> Guys, if this podcast is late, it's because of me Jenna is and selfish. my selfish desire for knowledge of what other people are thinking. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, would you like to start with your first conspiracy? Yeah, do you want me to? I would like you to because okay. I'm very curious to see how badly you beat me with okay. cool conspiracies. So the first one is like what we've been talking about for the past few days or whatever, um, and the internet's been crazy for a little while. I don't know exactly because I didn't. I wasn't looking at dates because I'm, you know, busy reading and getting my mind blown. Um, I'm not 100% sure when this actually came out, uh, but the Berenstein Bears conspiracy theory, mm -hmm. um, like my mind exploded I just, I can't explode right. dead right. <laughs> Why? when I read Explain. it. Because um, most of us, well, I, I think it started off as one person. Okay. One person really liked the Berenstein Bears. I, I believe it's this uh, conspiracy blog that I've been on, although I can't, I don't know who to credit. Stranger Dimensions is the name of the blog uh, or website. I don't know. Maybe he uses Squarespace. Huh? Um, but anyways, uh, it's, it's really well done because it's uh, just, I think, just a person or maybe two. I don't know. But it, whatever. I believe 
that he had gone back and looked at his Berenstein Bears books uh, because he really enjoyed Berenstein Bears and distinctly remembers them being spelled with an E at the end, like Berenstein, S-T-E-I-N, instead of S-T-A-I-N. So he went back and looked at his books, realized that they said Berenstein, like Berenstein Bears. Oh, uh, okay. And so he instantly, like, Googled it, starts looking all over the place, and, like, on Wikipedia, on everything, on, like, the entire internet, it just says Berenstain Bears everywhere. So it sort of, like, took off on the internet, people being like, I completely remember it being the Berenstain Bears. That's why everybody says Berenstain Bears, not Berenstain Bears. And... It's just completely, it's not a thing. It doesn't exist. It's been Berenstain Bears. It always has been. So the theory, there's a couple of theories as to why this is. Okay. Like, that's peculiar. Was it before you were born? Did it's, you ever a little read before those time. books? No, I've heard of the books, so I don't think I ever read them as a kid. But Right, okay. Um, no, that sounds weird. Right? Like, like everyone just collectively all being like, what the fuck? So there's a couple of theories. Okay, what are they? One of the theories is, well, we can't, nobody knows for sure. It's just fucking weird. Uh, one of the theories is that we were in like a an E dimension in theory. And then sometime between, you know, 1997 and 2001 or some shit, we switched into an A dimension. Like we basically traveled into a collectively a parallel universe something changed whatever path we were on and the only thing that still exists of them being the berenstein bears is the fact that we all distinctly remember that it being spelled with an e okay isn't that crazy yeah does your mind hurt because mine is i love those books so so much e dimension obviously stands for e in berenstein and a in berenstein Well, yeah we're just using it as a way to describe the so we shifted dimensions and the only proof of it being ever E is the way we remember it. Correct. Okay. Collectively. Okay. Because it's not like it's like six people remember it this way. And also the way, way it's pronounced and everything. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I didn't go so far down the rabbit hole as to, like, how much people have looked into it. But, like, people have taken pictures of their old books. That's why you heard me call my mom earlier today. Yeah, yeah, you and did. And I was yeah. like, Mom, if you have any of the old Berenstein Berry books, can you take them out and take a picture of them? Because I'm almost positive that they're going to have an A on them because everybody else has already tried that. And they all have A's. And it just, like, it's mind-fucking you so hard. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't know how far people have gone down the rabbit hole as to okay. like if they've been able to find anything about it. So yeah. that's yeah. that's where I stopped because I had to call my mom basically. <laughs> I was there. That was funny. <laughs> so what are the other theories? Um, the other theory is that there's uh, time travelers basically, and you know the butterfly effect. So you go and you fucking you sneeze on somebody by accident because you're trying not to touch anything and change the course mm-hmm. of history, yeah. and uh, you give a million people a disease that they weren't equipped to have because you traveled backwards, or like that someone had traveled backwards in time and you know changed one little thing, and what we remember as Berenstein Bears is actually Baron. Now it's Berenstein Bears. So that so the A 
is a ripple effect of someone going back in time doing yeah. something completely different. Yeah, so they didn't go traveler. back in time to change the world. Right. But that it was would, just an effect of the, Right, but it would explain why we all grew up it, within a certain time frame, all remember it being spelled a certain way. Yeah. And then sometime be- between like a short period of time where maybe none of us were really paying attention, someone changed it. So now it, all of the books are that. And okay. we can't find a book that has an E in it. Because I mean? every single book ever made was changed by that time traveler in theory okay got it no i'm just trying to well you have to yeah you you, yeah it's difficult to wrap your head around because you have to see time as non-linear do you know what i mean you have to see time as like this you know whatever fucking it's not a forward moving not now is the present now is the present now is the present it's like an ever fucking looping whatever dick yeah or you either believe in that or you believe in parallel dimensions or you're just like, you guys are all fucking idiots. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, I mean, I think it's interesting because it could just, I mean, here's the devil's advocate side of me is saying it could just be one of those things that the book was made popular by someone who pronounced it Berenstein, even though it was spelled Berenstein. Wait, okay. But hold on, hold oh, on. I have Let some, me just, I'm already ready. So, I'm ready. Go ahead. So say the book was made popular, however it was made popular, and the people or group of people or one person who had a handle on getting the book into the mainstream for a lot of people to read pronounced it Berenstein Bears. So hearing that, everyone bought the book not thinking to check that it was actually spelled with an E. It could have just been spelled with an A, but they had taken someone's word or heard it. Can and I not rebut? Looked. Can I rebut? Yeah. So my rebuttal to that is that the reason why I think a lot of people my age or like parents that were that age at the um, when the their book kids was popular, were, yeah. we use that book to learn how to read, which is why we all remember the way that it was spelled. Like that's like you know on the same level as like some fucking third grade shit. Like you you open up a Berenstein Bear book because you can read can you buy the book right now are they all for sale they're all a they're all a Hmm. on wikipedia it's always existed with an a but i think so many of us are having a hard time with that because we like when you first learn how to read you remember how How things are spelled yeah no that's pronouncing so i think you would be right that maybe we're all just idiots because you know we heard people saying steen so we saw steen or we didn't see stain yeah but we learned how to read by reading berenstein bears you know what i mean Mm -hmm. So what the actual fuck? It's very weird, isn't and it's, it? Yeah, it's it's one they of those things. They had a TV show, I thought. Like, oh, fuck all that shit. Well, it's like in I don't know. It's it's like in a movie where something very very important, but also more of like a Easter egg type thing happens earlier on in the movie, and you get to the later parts of the movie, and then they allude to that, like, ah, you should have been paying attention to this, which is one of those things, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm sure that didn't happen, but you have to rewatch the movie to see that it did happen, but this is time, so you can't rewatch it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No mean, way. No? I, I think that the amount of people that are adamant about it being spelled with an E. No way. Well, there's no, there's nothing to disagree with. There's time. nothing to dis- disagree with here. I know. So why are you saying no? No, I'm saying I know that it was spelled with an E. I don't have to go back and watch my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, but I'm just saying the frustration of not being able to go back and check like you would in a movie, but it's the same type of situation where well yeah because we're you all had trying an experience to scr- with one thing and you're so that we can't itch. Yeah, well you're so you're so sure it was one way and then 
in a movie you can go back and check and then be like, yeah, it was, or your mind's blown and it wasn't, but now we can't go back and check all you. And it's weird to me that all the copies are, are A now. Like, you'd think that that's the weirdest fucking part where people looking at their home copies, dusting off their copies of Berenstein Bears and it has spelled with an A when you're so sure that exact copy, it's not a picture of the book online, it's a real thing. Right. That's the scariest part right. for me. Well, the, that's that's why the the theory is ridiculous, and that we switched parallel to, to parallel universes, or that there's a time traveler. Because I'm sure if you dug up a picture of a kid holding a Berenstein book when you were a kid, it would have an A on it. Okay, there's got to be like a an explanation for this. None. That's why it's a really great conspiracy theory. And it just recently like came up. Yeah. What? Well, Berenstein I think. Bears? I think. I think. Who wrote the book? Yeah, but that's why that's why I said earlier I haven't gone so far down the rabbit hole to see if someone had contacted the author and you know what everything uh, what the deal oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. Say that. Because uh-huh. I don't, I didn't read that far. If you do, please let me know because I'm dying. Well, now I need to hear how but, this but ends. From what I'm, re- well, from what I've read, it seems like people have exhausted their options and that their their answer is A. There's no other answer. There's no other answer, even though we the only thing that we all remember is an E, but that's all the proof that we have, is that we all remember it's being spelled with an E. Wow. Right? Is it possible that the book was made to teach kids how to spell, so they threw a misspelling on the cover (laughs) just to be like, hey, this is not how you spell. And then in the book, it's the real spelling lesson. No way. Nope. Okay, and what the fuck is happening here? Because did someone just like sneak back in time and then change the name of that book and then come back and like? Yeah, people are saying John Titan or whatever his oh, name yeah. is. Triton. Oh, Triton. I love Triton. that guy. John Titan, Triton. Look, I love his diary, man. Right, his... I went down. That was the reason why I wanted. Well, one of the reasons why it took me so long to prep for this podcast because I went down his rabbit hole and someone had actually hired a private investor. Who, if you don't know who we're talking about, this guy had contacted. Uh, coast to coast AM or FM or the radio station that does that kind of thing. Do you know what I'm talking about, Julie? Mm, no. Yeah, but remember he had that that post on Reddit and stuff where he was answering oh, questions. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. People, because uh, he's a time traveler and he's yeah, gone yeah, back into. Yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I was reminding anyone who was listening. Yeah, we or referenced that the first yeah. time. Yeah. Um, I brought him up for some reason. People are saying so. You know, maybe he went back in time and fucked with shit. But that's an example of a person. Who now is the time traveler? Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Good thought train, Jenna. Thank you. I went down his rabbit hole, and someone had hired a private investigator to mm-hmm. look into that guy, mm-hmm. and they used like the IP addresses that he was using for Got the it. computer, Got it. and found out that it could be a person. I think I screenshotted his name, but I wasn't going to talk about it because I thought we had already talked about him in the last one. But I was too excited about it, so then I took could a screenshot. Could be a person. That he he could be a person I didn't by a name of like John Habneck or something okay. like that, and that his brother actually had set up a foundation of sorts so that they could get money and they had copyrighted uh, like uh, copyrights for his name or like if he wanted to write a book or make money or something that way so that he really is a real person that he fabricated the whole thing but so he that covered his bases. Yeah, but like they they tracked his IP address and their their address and they were like, "All right, you're not a fucking time traveler. You're just this fucking guy who made up this very elaborate story Damn. to try and make some money, bro." Damn. Right? Yeah. Isn't that disappointing? Yeah, but I mean, uh, 
not surprising, but disappointing. I wanted to believe. Well, think about it this way, Jenna. If you're a time traveler, okay, you have the ability to travel time, whether it's something you've created, it's a physical invention, a time traveling machine, mm-hmm. or you found a way to jump back into time. You wouldn't tell anyone. Of course you wouldn't, right? I don't so know, like, man. Well, I mean, think about it. Because you've discovered this way to go back in time, and you've learned the ins and outs of what to do and how to do it right and not to fuck shit up. Like, the last thing you're going to do is tell someone. Wait, so, but like, hold on. Before we move forward, say you have a time machine. How do you know the ins and outs of things and how not to fuck up? Because I feel like I would fuck everything erroneous. up. Erroneous. Nobody would teach you how to not fuck that's, up. That's, that's so besides the point. I, I think that's a valid question. But what I'm saying is like, Let's just skip to the point of you having understood time travel. Okay. Like you have gotten to the point, whether there's been trial and error, people have died, whatever. You've yeah. learned how to travel time. Uh-huh. That means, in in my opinion, that there could be people right now who know how to travel time and do it as they please. Mm-hmm. And one of the trips was taken by one of the amateurs in the club and he fucked one little flower up and now it's barren stain bears. Like... Do you know what I'm saying? Like there. Yeah, no, that's a theory. Yeah, but I'm saying like. I was saying I wanted who, to believe. But, the, but yeah, but the guy. That's what, I'm just trying to refute the guy who's like, I'm a time traveler. Ask me anything. No, you wouldn't do that if you were a time traveler. You're risking everything. I feel like I would. I'd be. But a you're dick. risking your. You're risking nah, your whole man, ability. See, I would go like into like I don't know the Renaissance, and I would walk up with a boombox, and I would just start break dancing no, but, and blow it, everybody's fucking. No, shit. that's no. I'm talking about present day. Okay, like then I would... The year, I would that, the year that you learned how to time travel, 2015, 2020, whatever year it was that you learned how to time travel, yeah. you're not going to go to that period and go on to Reddit and do an AMA and say, ask me anything about time travel. Like, that's that's clearly projecting being a fake. Mm. If you're a real time traveler, you're not going to tell everyone or anyone. You're going to tell your clubmates of the time travel club who knows how to fucking fuck <laughs> shit up in 1850 and come back at this fucking drop of a right but who's to say that where he where is he from like the on the blog it said that he had come to like 2000 or something like that and then he was came back present day because he wanted to see the y2k bug so that's why he was kind of like in in this time i remember that i read that i read that completely ridiculous that he might because he had also predicted that the the United States would be in a civil war in 2015. Yeah. So it's not completely ridiculous that he would come to a certain period in time and be like, hey guys, I'm a time traveler. It's not your, it's not his present. What our present is, is not his no, present. No, I, I understand. His present is different than ours. But like you said, you would go back into the Stone Ages with a boombox. That's great. Like, yeah, it would. But like, the, like you do shit like that and, you know, blow people's minds for two seconds and then you bounce. And they're like, what the fuck was that? I was high. And then that's over with. You're not, you're not answering a panel of questions to try to Educate the people on something that you would never want to share. I feel like I would want to share. But I'd be why? like, hey guys, I'm a risking... time traveler because I just want you guys to know that that's possible. So reach for your dreams. Seems like it seems like should that ever happen to someone or if it already has, it seems just like counterintuitive and very risky to tell people, especially strangers, about it. Why? Because you want to change the natural course of history? What if well, you, you are part you, of the well, natural course of history? Well, what if you want to be the only one? you know about to be able to do that like that's pretty selfish well jenna there are a lot of (laughs) idiots out there and if you tell the internet how to time travel then all shit could break loose and like i think that that's that's awesome because then nobody we're clearly continuing to disagree on this matter which is fine i like this anyways 
It was good. good I would still story. take my boombox back and dance for some motherfucking dinosaurs. I would take my hoverboard back and I would blow people's minds, but I wouldn't sit there and be like, ask me questions, I'll educate you. I would. I'd be like, guys, I'm going to sit in the middle of town tomorrow at noon, all right? You guys ask me your questions. I'm gone. Barry, you I'm bring your, your flute, okay? And, and Jacob, you bring a bunch of fucking wine. Let's all get our minds blown, yeah? Barry, you bring your flute. <laughs> That's what I would do. It would be awesome. All right. And then I'd be like, all right, friends, see you later. Remember, don't kill each other, okay? It's not cool. <laughs> all right, we have some more to get through. Are you, you done with all the theories? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. That was a good one. That was a really good starting one. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to save my best one for last. My first one. All right, so Coca-Cola. Coke, the company Coke. Um, the theory is Coke had an original formula if you will uh, of of coca-cola and up until 1985 it was huge it was like the biggest pop you could buy it was the best soda everyone loved it and in 1985 they came out with new coca-cola which was their new thing it was just i don't know it, it was basically like when a new you know pepsi zero you know something comes out that's new but it, it was just called the new coca-cola as far as i know and uh, it did not do well. People did not like it. They said, this is bad. Go back to what you did before. We want that. We will buy that. Mm -hmm. So they did. They went back to the original formula and then killed. So the theory is that they purposefully took the good stuff off the market and introduced a, an intentionally inferior formula for the new Coke to be like, hey, guys, here's this new product, knowing full well it's shit. And people don't want it. But they did that because it would create even more demand for their old product to be brought back. Are we back. talking about the Coke that had cocaine in it? No, I don't think I don't think this is the same thing. Because if you took the cocaine Coke off the market and then tried to feed people sugary soda, I'd be pretty pissed. Well too. I don't I, I didn't <laughs> this was a short blog that I read on this. So the cocaine thing, it yeah. might be the old Coke had cocaine, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> The point hey is, guys, here's your drugs without drugs. Hope you like it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they, I don't think it was that. I think it was just, uh, I don't like. I read the blog and it was pretty like, sort of extensive, and it said they just made an inferior formula. So they didn't, they didn't so say they, they would, left out the drugs. So they just they said they made create, a worse. Well, what year was it again? 80, 1985. 85. Okay, so I believe that. that so 85, that maybe they came they were out intentionally making a shitty product to get everybody really missing their old product. Exactly, and then they brought it back and destroyed. That's that's the theory. I don't think that's that's far off at all. They asked that the seems like a Coke lot of execs, work to make a disgusting well, soda. Well, Coke execs were asked about it. Obviously, they denied. But, I mean, think about it this way. Like, you create a product that's really, really great, and then it's slowly like, okay, it's a great product, but now it's kind of just everyone knows it. Like, how do you, without having the technology or knowledge or anything to make a better product, how do you make that more coveted? You take it away and you bring something else out, so they want it back. You know, it's it seems like kind of, it seems like very plausible. Yeah, but that also seems like a, a gigantic risk. Like, what if they lose everyone that's ever liked Coke because now it tastes like shit when you have such a close competitor in Pepsi? Maybe it is. Maybe it is a big risk. But maybe it takes uh, knowing that your first product was that good. It's going to cause that much demand, not just right. frustration, you know? Cocaine, hell of a drug. <laughs> 
Do you, you didn't watch Chappelle's show. I forgot about that. You no, no. Get, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Guys, cocaine. Just fucking. It's not my joke. Okay. Um, joke thief. Joke you, thief. So you don't remember Crystal Pepsi then? Is that a Chappelle joke? No. Crystal Pepsi was like Pepsi decided one time that they were going to make this clear like Sprite. Pepsi. I think so I remember a, that. That was like Gatorade ice. Cola without any of the cola coloring. Yeah. And it just looked like Sprite. And it tastes like cola. Yeah. And people are like, this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck you. you. But now people like buy it on eBay and shit because oh it's kind God. of like a novelty. Yeah. Uh, I think the Gatorade ice did the same thing. They made a line of Gatorade where it was clear like water, but it was all these, all, they had a whole line of flavors. And uh, I think they brought it back. But when I was in school, because I was, I was a kid during that, uh, we a lot of my classes didn't allow anything but water at your desk, so I would naturally just fill up a water bottle with Gatorade ice, and I would just be so happy drinking my water. Mm, I class. had a Spanish teacher that liked to do that with vodka. I think I was like well on my way to doing that. Was like <laughs> like in high school, then it was vodka. No, I wasn't. I'm just kidding. I didn't drink vodka in class. Do you really think that Coke would do that though? That they would take it off the market if there was a a company and put a ship fucking shit out. If there was a company with the balls enough to do that and come out on top, it would be Coke. You think so? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think so. I don't know. I think out of all the conspiracy theories I wrote down, that's probably the most likely to be true. Really? Do yes. You think, well, do, well, okay, so say... Except for the Aladdin one, I think. <laughs> so Aladdin say ones. that Apple put out like a, an iPhone 6 and we all really like them, and then they put out a really shitty phone next. Maybe would this that, is the new Coke. Because I hate this phone. You hate it? I have a lot of problems with this phone. I love mine. I, I have so many problems with my phone. Okay, but do you, do you understand what I'm saying, though? Like, if they put out a shitty phone and you buy it, mm -hmm. and would that make you want your old phone, or would it make you want your a different phone? Both. It's risky. That's what I'm saying. It's a ballsy move to do I that. I would be like, fuck you. I'm, I'm out of here. But, I'm getting a new phone. If this is true... That happened. A lot of Coke fans switched to Pepsi or whatever competitor was the best. And they were like, you know what? Fuck Coke. And then when Coke brought the old one back, they were like, yeah, well, let's try it. And then they're like, fuck it. I miss it. I'm back at Coke. Like, they don't even care. You don't. You can't afford to harbor hatred against a company when a product is so good that you can't refuse it. So for me, like, I mean, I'm not, I don't hate this phone. I was being dramatic. Mm -hmm. I like this phone. It's an iPhone. It's, I've, I love iPhones. But if they did release a phone that was shit, I would undoubtedly move to Android and I would find something I liked and maybe fall in love but then if they brought the next phone back and it was like the super Apple iPhone of all times which was a mix of the old school and new technology of course I would want it it's like I can never ever afford to harbor a resenting grudge any sort of like I'm not going to be a part of that anymore when a product is this good when it when it's coke and when it's the iPhone you, you can only do that for so long and then you're like you want the best and you know they have the best they've proven it they showed you the shitty and then they're like you know what fuck it here's yeah, the but best like, I'm not saying if, that Apple does that or anyone else does that I'm saying theoretically though, if my only choice though was like shitty Coke new revamped Coke old Coke like better Coke or whatever or Pepsi who's just fucking chilling I'd be like you know what I'm gonna stick with the company that's not freaking the fuck out over here absolutely and making it a bunch of weird shit absolutely but think about this if there was no more Coke on the planet I'd be fine being like hey I'll just have a Pepsi people it's who drink that. people who drink soda religiously are so hell-bent on their soda 
They mm. soda for people is so important to what kind. So if I'm like a Coke like guy a through and through, I love Coca-Cola. It's my shit. And 1985 comes and they release new Coke. I am going to be a bitter human being mm. for however many years or however many months it takes for them to bring back the old Coke. I'm never going to switch. I'm just going to be a bitter motherfucker. I'm going to be pissed <laughs> off at everyone because Coke took away the good product. And then when they bring it back, I'm going to say, ha, ah, finally, I got my shit back. There are those people. There are those types of people out there who exist who are so stubborn and will never ever, for their own, even to risk their own fucking happiness and sanity, switch over because they love a company so much that they hate it. All I keep thinking about is that guy and that commercial for i think it was burger king but like he went to wendy's or some shit and wanted a whopper he's like give me my whopper like this is not a whopper do you yeah. know the commercial yeah, i'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. it's hysterical because yeah, he's that. flipping out because yeah. it's not a whopper yeah. that's all i keep thinking that, that's exactly what it is it's like that pe- guy people was fucking are crazy about their it. shit man people are and you got to respect them like they're 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 willing to hate everyone and hate life because they they physically can't abandon a brand, mm. and they hate what their brand has become. But they're never going to leave it. Not never, but you know, takes Fair a enough. lot. Well, I want to know what people think about that one because I'm not sure that I'm buying it. I would say that was probably the most plausible one. If you had said that it was Pepsi and they released Crystal Pepsi and people were pissed and wanted regular Pepsi back, I'd believe you. I'm not buying the we changed our formula to make you guys want our old formula. I am buying that. I'm buying the new formula. That's how much I'm buying that one. <laughs> Give me my whopper. <laughs> okay, I'll go on to my next one. What? No, I'm just, this is fun. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so my next uh, conspiracy theory was pretty interesting. We found it down a hole. But it's the idea that the entire international space system and like the moon landing, like all of that stuff was all staged, which is not new, Mm -hmm. but I watched a video on YouTube showing, you know, quote, conclusive evidence that this is all staged underwater (laughs) and that they're all in, like, underwater suits because you can hear them and it sounds like they're talking underwater and an air bubble releases from one of their suits. Oh, my God. And the videos, like, it was making me laugh really hard because you know how, like, if you want to show something in detail, you zoom in on it and you play it slower. But it just kept getting closer and slower and closer on one single air bubble in, like, this grainy picture. It was good stuff. But, I mean, I could I could see that. Honestly, I could see that being, like, we want people to think that we're in space right now. But we're here's, not. Here's why I don't think that's true. Go ahead. When was the space landing? The first moon landing, sorry. I don't know. That's not a good something? question for me. I got a D in history 1970-something, right? I would say in the 70s. You know what? I'll look it up. Okay, look it up. <laughs> I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that they didn't have the technology to have an entire fucking film crew underwater you know to shoot that's something actually, that extensive that's a that's a good thought 1969 69 that's close that is a good thought that they would not have the capability to shoot all of that underwater yeah because even now they have the capability to shoot underwater but if you're talking like a whole shoot with a fucking stage and a giant ship there's logistics there's people there's crews like even that's hard right now Think about it in 1969. Are you fucking kidding me? That's like, I don't know how that's even possible. Well, they were a lot of those 
uh, conspiracy theories that they staged the moon landing did not include the underwater theory. Okay, so you're saying... Most of it has to do with the space station, the International, the international Space Station. Which is currently a thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all staged underwater, that nobody's really even up there. But if I could fight a conspiracy theory with a conspiracy theory for mm, a second... Yeah, no, do it. Then how do you account for all the UFO sightings near the space station <laughs> if they're underwater? <laughs> CGI, babe. <laughs> they do great UFOs now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine oh being the guy that's sitting there, like you're an editor or some shit, and you specialized in that, you went to school for it, and you have somebody that works for the government being like, all right, listen, man, <laughs> I know this is ridiculous, but all these motherfuckers are underwater right now. We need you to put something in there that looks like a really good UFO, but not too good, like kind of good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine just sitting at your desk with your coffee being like, what the fuck am I doing right now? Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I mean, there is a guy who's the UFO animator. It sounds like they're talking underwater because they're talking through radios in yeah. space. Yeah. What I mean, how do you even know what it sounds like when someone's talking underwater? <laughs> no, how do what you know? What point of reference <laughs> is there? Well, like radios. We know what it sounds like when people talk to each other underwater because they're talking through radios. So they're like, it sounds like they're underwater because they're talking through radios. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the, whatever the water does to your voice, the radio is doing a similar thing. It's distorting the voice. Wait, well, they both require you wear a helmet. Yeah. So that's what it sounds the same. You could be in same. fire. You could be in the air. It doesn't exactly. matter. No, you, yeah, it sounds yeah. the same. But I really like yeah. if you find that video, <laughs> you just watch the zoom, zoom of the in bubble on this air bubble because it's playing it like so fucking slow, and you're like, oh I get it, man. There's a weird air bubble. <laughs> weird air bubble. We don't know what's happening, but come on, dude. Oh my god. It's an interesting idea, though. I think it's creative, and I, you know, you'd have to look for some more reasons as to why someone would want to make an entirely underwater staged international space station you'd need to have some a lot of countries on board yeah for sure for sure a lot of different people ready to shoot a big underwater yeah. production hmm. but that's a good one it's an interesting it idea is an interesting right one. it is that they're not even in space man they're no. just underwater no and speaking of space Squarespace was nice enough to sponsor this podcast. You guys should go check them out at squarespace.com. They have so many templates. They work on mobile. It comes with a free online store. So if you're building a website, blog, online shop, it comes with that. It comes with mobile versions, so you don't have to zoom in a bunch when you're on your phone, which we all know how annoying that is. Uh, 24-7 customer support. Chat. They, uh, they hop on the chat with you literally 24-7. Any problem you're having, middle of the night, they will hop on and solve your problem. Yeah. Squarespace.com, check it out. And you can get a free trial, but you can also get 10% off your website. Products code JJ at checkout and 10% off. There you go. Let us know how you like it because yeah. Squarespace is the shit. They Thank gave us you, shirts. Yeah. And they do good stuff. And you know who that's great for? People that are writing like... I don't know, say you're a mom and you're writing a mom blog and you're you're up because your baby's sleeping for like an hour at a time and yeah. you're up in the middle of the yeah. night, man. I need, I need support now! And you know what? Like, it, when five years ago when you were that person and you wanted to just do a blog for yourself because you had an interest, yeah. you just had to accept that it was going to look shitty right. because you didn't hire a team of people anymore. to get in. You don't. It looks professional as fuck and you don't need anyone to help you but their 24-7 customer support. Thank you, Squarespace. Thank you, Squarespace. All right, so moving on, right? Yes. My turn? 
Um, yeah. All right. All right, here we go. Kay. Here we go. All right, so Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Popular movie. That it is. Uh, okay. So, the th- the the conspiracy is got a fucking smile on your face. That right Fight Club is a grown-up version of Calvin and Hobbes. Okay, like it's it's a, exactly the same. You you read Calvin and Hobbes, right? Yeah. Okay, Calvin and Hobbes was the best. But they're just best car- friends. The best cartoon ever. Well, do you know like the more of it? Well, tell me more of it. Okay, so Calvin and Hobbes, I literally read all the books. I love Calvin and Hobbes so much. It's my favorite cartoon of all time. What do you call a cartoon in a book that's not a cartoon on TV? It's cartoon, right? Just cartoon? Comic. Comic. Okay, comic. Sorry, this word was escaping me. Okay, so Calvin and Hobbes is said to be... Okay, so basically Calvin and Hobbes is about this kid named Calvin. He has this, he has this friend named Hobbes and is a tiger. But it's really just a stuffed animal. But when, you know, people aren't really looking or not paying attention, it's it's Hobbs. It's a live tiger who's his best friend. And he goes on adventures with him. And that's they go on adventures. It's the adventures of Cal- Calvin and Hobbes. And it's one of the best Right? That's what comics. I just said. They're just best friends. Yeah, but he's he's a stuffed animal. Okay. And he comes to life. Anyway. Or in Calvin's mind, he comes to life. They're anyway. best friends. 16-year spoiler alert for people who haven't seen Fight Club. Turn it off now. <laughs> Turn it off <laughs> <Okay>. now. <laughs> so in Fight Club, Tyler Durden who's played by Brad Pitt, Mm -hmm. is, you find out, a figment of the narrator's imagination, or Edward Edward Norton's character. They never give him a name. It's always the narrator. So uh, you find out at the end that Tyler Durden is not a real person. He's just, he's part of Edward Norton's brain the whole time. He's a figment of his imagination. Mm -hmm. Okay? His name's Tyler. Sounds a lot... Like oh Tiger. Here we go. Which is Hobbs in Calvin and Hobbes. So Tyler is the figment of Cal- of, of narrator's imagination. And, and Tiger, Hobbes, is a figment of Calvin's imagination that he comes to life. Because the, the comics always end with him being a, 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 a doll laying on the bed. It always ends with that. So... Let me let me let me keep going, all right? Go ahead. Okay. I'm, no, I'm all in. Kay. Go ahead. So... Calvin often refers to Hobbes as his best friend slash sidekick. In the movie Fight Club, the narrator's best friend slash sidekick is Tyler, Tyler Durden. So they're going on these adventures. For them, it's going underneath the building and fighting each other at night. Um, but he's with him, their sidekick. And they get in fights all the time because, you know, they're they're spending so much time together. Of course they're going to get in fights. Calvin and Hobbes got in fights, too, about all sorts of stuff. About... Arguments with his parents and being a grown-up and being a kid. All right. Um, this theory is backed by the scene where Tyler Durden is wearing a fur coat in Fight Club. Oh, Why would he wow. be wearing a fur coat if he wasn't wow. reincarnated from being a tiger in his past life and that tiger being Hobbes in Calvin and Hobbes, the cartoon? Wow. Drops wow. mic. Wow. That one's definitely real. Okay, so the theory is that they are Calvin and Hobbes, or the story is based off of Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, whatever came first, the chicken or the egg. So I don't know when Calvin and Hobbes was written, but... Long before Fight Club came yeah, out. Yeah, so, so they made Fight Club as a derivative story from Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, okay. I thought you were trying to like say that they were Calvin and Hobbes. They were Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> they they took the they took the, the story, story, the story and derived the story, from it. Yeah. The story, the story. Got it. Interesting. 
I mean, is that a conspiracy theory, though? Oh, yeah. Why would he be wearing a fur coat? <laughs> oh, That's not a coincidence. <laughs> oh, I also, mean... the whole thing that his name is Tyler and he's a tiger and they're, they're in their head the whole time. Like, Hobbs, I had to learn this and it was a shitty day for me when I learned this, but Hobbs isn't real. He's a stuffed, do- stuffed toy. He's a stuffed tiger that Calvin plays with. Calvin's crazy, man. But then by that logic, isn't every story of a child having a toy come to life Fight Club? No. Where where's where is the tiger? Like the fur coat. <laughs> oh, Julian. Oh wow. There's no she's got nothing to wow. refute that with. That's... Wow, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. Drops Mike. I have nothing to say. Alright. Well, uh, there we go. That's my second conspiracy theory. <laughs> wow. 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 I mean, I get it, okay? The stories, they are similar when yeah. you, you know, look at them from a distance. Mm. But then why isn't, I'm just questioning, why isn't every story of a child that has a toy come to life and is their best friend, why aren't those Fight Club also? Because it's different. Why is it different? Because not why every kid. Why isn't Fight Club fucking Winnie the Pooh? Well, because they're not sidekicks. They're not like they don't go fight each other and go on adventures together like sidekicks. Like Calvin and Hobbes, they're like two peas in a pod. They don't go anywhere without each other. Like all these other stories say Toy Story. Andy goes to his friend's house and leaves his fucking toys at home. Mm. Like they are always together. And they are always communicating whether or not it's really happening in Calvin's head and Hobbes's fur-filled head. They're communicating the whole time they're together, always. All right. It's okay. And, you know, another thing <laughs> is, like, in Fight Club, shit will happen where where narrator gets, like, physically all like pushed or, or physically affected by the presence of Tyler Durden. And... Like when they get when they punch each other, like what he, maybe you have to assume he punched himself because he's a figure in his imagination. Mm-hmm. But in Calvin and Hobbes, Calvin will be on a sled three times his uh, his size and get pushed by Hobbes. How do you explain that? I guess they're I crazy. Edward Norton was crazy in Fight Club. Calvin is crazy motherfucker. He's out of his mind. I guess I don't know the answer to that. There is no answer. That is the answer. Well, did anybody ask the the writer of? Fight Club, if that's where he drew his inspiration? I don't know. I don't think so. Somebody has to now. Maybe I will. Send him an email. All right. I mean... Send him a Snapchat. You should. Send him a Snapchat story. (laughs) My my next one's not really a conspiracy theory either. Okay. But, I mean... I think I'm only going to do three. Okay. Um... Oh, yeah. Then should I pick a last one? Yeah, because my other two are just not as good as my last one, and we're like... Cruising. Okay, the one that I really want to talk about, even though it's not 100% a conspiracy theory, really, um, is called Oak Island. I don't, o- Oak Island? Yeah, did I talk about this in the last one? Because I'm going to be so Nate. upset if I No, did. I don't think you did. So my first exposure to Oak Island was on the show Ancient Aliens, which you all know I'm very obsessed with and I love. Um, it's just an, an island off of Nova Scotia, Canada. And um, people, there's like something in the ground it started with like an 18 year old here i'll read you from the yeah, yeah, go for it. 
1795, 18-year-old Daniel McGinnis, after observing lights coming from the island, discovered a circular depression in a clearing on the southeastern side of the island. Adjacent to the clearing was a tree with a tackle block, blah, 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 blah. Basically, he gets a couple of his friends, and they start digging underneath this spot on this island in 1795. Okay. And uh, they weren't able to get very far. Um, about eight years later, after the 1795 dig, according to the original articles, um, another company examined what was to become known as the Money Pit, which makes me laugh because that's what my brother used to call me when I was a kid. He called you Money Pit. <laughs> yeah, he used to go, that Jen is the Money, the money Pit because you throw money into it. You never get any out of it. Just really, I was like seven. I'm like, <laughs> Devin, <laughs> but I'm hungry. Um... So then they, people kept digging and digging and digging. Uh, they continued their excavation down to approximately 90 feet and found layers of logs, um, charcoal putty, and coconut fiber at 40, 50, and 60 feet. And this is still all, you know, around that same time. Mm -hmm. Now, fast forward till whenever the fuck, okay? People keep trying to dig and dig and dig on this island called Oak Island. And they keep hitting metal, wood, putty, charcoal. They keep hitting layers and layers and layers of things. And at several different stages, there seems to be, like, booby traps. Like, it'll start flooding. Do you know what I mean? Um, I want to try and find you some of it. And people keep dying trying to, like, a handful Holy of shit. people have died. But now, but, like, seriously, fast forward until... Uh, Further excavations were made in 1866, 1893, 1909, 1931, 1935, 1956, 1959, all the way up until now, 2011, uh, people are still trying to dig this fucking thing. There the layer so that no one it said that there's treasure under there they said that they found a rock that with a marking on it that they believed meant that there's treasure under it hmm. and uh it's been privately funded in the past to dig in there wow. somebody built a giant crane to bring it onto this to island to try to keep the treasure for themselves if they ever found it well yeah so and what's been happening is that you know, every once in a while, someone will decide that they really want to dig there. So they buy parts of the island, yeah. and they buy the rights to be able to dig on the land. Yeah. And they will uh, funnel infinite resources that they have or can fundraise around them to try and dig. Like somebody informed uh, the king at the time. I think it said King George the Sixth about developments on Oak Island. Like people have been really interested on the treasure in the third guessing is underneath it, and people have put so much money into trying to dig it since 1795, and no one, even now with our current modern day Can't technology, cannot. And I think one of the last ones, or what they covered in Ancient Aliens, that was blowing my fucking mind. Was so they got down to a certain point, and they decided to pour red paint into the water because it was flooding, mm -hmm. and it came out from three different points, like channels on the island. So you're like, all right, we want to see where the water's coming from. So it, they pour the red paint in there, and all of a sudden, it's like basically surrounding them. So this like 
trap or like you know booby trap is like rigged is so sophisticated that somebody prior to 1795 had dug over a hundred feet into this island to like plummet basically yeah ridiculously far into the ground to bury something and it had set up three underground water tunnels to a specific point more than a hundred feet in the ground so that if you dug that far you get trapped no, so that if you dug that far, it would instantly come flooding from not one, not two, but three different points to make sure that you could never get to the bottom of it. Do you know what I'm saying? So like people keep funneling money into it and it keeps like flooding, like they keep discovering different ways that it's booby trapped so you can never get to the bottom. Can you imagine? How many people have died? I think uh, I've looked at, there was one early, then there was like four, and then there were six that had died from like an engine exploding. One of them fell into Jeez. it. Um, a, a bunch of different people. Like, depending on what you read, there's some people that are like, oh, it's cursed or whatever. I just think that it's some of the hazards that come with trying to independently dig a massive hole on an island. But just imagine it's 1795 and you're like, yar, I'm a pirate. I should bury me treasure. You really have the capability of creating this? Like, no fucking way, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It all. The, one thing that I always get troubled by when it comes to conspiracy theories is things that were engineered or created by a man or thought to be by right. a man. And that's the only logical kind of solution at this point that is outsmarting us today. That's something that just terrifies me. So something like that where someone, I mean, that we with what all the shit we have today, all the technology, all the manpower, um, machines and everything, we cannot figure Dig. out that we can't crack that code right. we can't find a way around that crazy like plumbing they plumb they plumbed it right well that that was the craziest part at least when i was watching on ancient aliens and when i was reading on this was that if you find this hole and you just keep digging through layers of metal yeah. and wood and all different kinds of things you're like all right well eventually i'm gonna get to the bottom so and then all of a sudden you realize that you're dealing with a very sophisticated booby trap because it's not just that they dug a hole and they put all of those like i think at one point he said there's 22 inches of metal like it's ridiculous. Okay, so what? So obviously, how, ancient aliens says that it was probably aliens who did. Well, that right? it was created by technology that was before its time. Yeah, so yeah. Some, someone had helped them, or yeah. they had uh, whatever. But th just that in and of itself is more than impressive. But what's more impressive is that they had the capabilities of digging three underwater tunnels. They they literally were plumbing in 1795 a, better than more, we can even dig now. More hundred feet underground to one specific point to make this like thing to make this mm -hmm. tunnel and there are reports although no one has been able to confirm it that they had broken through to uh not the bottom but like a cave layer and that it had collapsed like a little while afterwards so people still want to you know go down there and find it but so what you reach a fucking cave then what you reach another fucking country underneath it you know what i mean who the fuck knows exactly. that's, that's crazy to me that's a little i'm kind of stumped but how do you like how do you even dig this is beyond because i'm an idiot when it comes to this stuff but like how do you dig underwater tunnels to you know they're booby traps so if you dig it'll flood but it's not flooding so you how, while, while you're, you're digging. digging yeah so no well that i mean that's that's crazy like, like my brain hurts if you know however many people died now like how many people died trying to fucking make the thing like i don't know how that's 
physically possible to dig like un, like underwater where there's water pressure coming in and not get flooded yourself. Either they had some insane amount of alien technology, or it was one of the most brilliant booby traps, booby traps, floor plans of all time. Like he was a, an engineering god, right. and he went in there and was like, I, "I got an idea, guys. Just just listen to me. Let's get like a hundred people, get some metal." If we go this way, just, it won't flood. Yeah, you know just I mean? checking. Like, Everyone here is willing to die, right? Yeah, exactly. But no, that's, 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 I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, I mean, for those of you that like Ancient Aliens, the show, or you have seen that episode, you know what I'm talking about. Because they show you the visual of the island, what it looks like. It's fucking the, crazy. The, the locations of the three channels that are flooding into mm -hmm. this. And who's to say that, you know, once you reach those three underwater booby trap channels, that there aren't 17 more before you ever get to the bottom. Uh, it wouldn't be the most surprising thing considering what they have discovered already yeah. but people continue that lore of treasure and treasure hunting is so like crazy deeply ingrained in people of you know they'll do anything to look for treasure and since 1795 people have been trying to get to whatever is under there and no one has been able to hmm. wow but i really like it can you show me that episode i kind of want to watch it Absolutely. I will show yeah. you all of the episodes. Oh. If we watch it before like 11 p.m., I'll stay awake. And I know. I always joke that I'm I'm like so obsessed with ancient aliens. I love it. Yeah. And whenever I show it to someone else, they immediately fall asleep. Yes. But to be fair, we watch it late at night and I'm already tired. So if but we watched it, maybe it's like, not just you. It's like everyone I've ever tried I bet, to That's the thing. Like it. I'm interested in that. It's just like the slow shots and the steady voice. I don't put you to sleep what when it's late. What are you talking about? He's electric. His hair is up here. He's using his hands. No, I'm not talk. talking about him. Giorgio. I'm not talking about Giorgio Suclos. I'm talking about the narrator who's like. Oh, the narrator gets over me going. On the island. What are you talking said about? He gets have, me so hyped. But it's like the voice is just like okay, <laughs> go to sleep. No, I'm gonna talk about aliens. No. Now. Okay, but okay, you're different. You're you're different than me, but I still think I do have interest, and I want to watch it. So yeah, I'll please find, let me watch it. I will find that episode for you. Okay. And there's also another episode of underwater stuff that's really excellent, where they talk about underwater like pyramids and shit, which mm. is fucking bananas. I I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Um. But o yeah. Oak Island first. Oak Island. Mm. Okay, the, yeah, I can't remember the name of the episode, but you know that's just one thing that they covered. Where well, I'm just sitting there on the edge of my seat, like <laughs> everyone's asleep right now, and I'm fucking losing my shit over here. Okay. Yeah. Did you want to do your last one? Yeah. So. Is this the Aladdin one? This is the all Aladdin one. Right, I've been one. waiting like all night. This conspiracy theory is about Aladdin. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay. The conspiracy theory is that Aladdin is based in ten thousand. 300 AD, mm -hmm. which is in the future, because it's 2015 right now, okay? 10,300 AD, okay? <laughs> the reason for this is that in a part of the movie, the genie says to Aladdin, your clothes are so third century. Do you remember that? He's insulting his clothes, because mm -hmm. he looks like he's from the third century. Mm -hmm. Problem here is they also say in the movie that the genie has been in his land for 10,000 years. So the math here leads... You getting this? I think so. He would never have seen the third century if he was yeah, in that land it. for 10,000 years. But that's so only that assuming mean, that the genie is man-made or that the lamp is man-made. No. No, that's... 
what it's saying is if if he's being honest and saying that is so third century, he would have had to be in the third century to see it out of the ge- out of the bottle. But what what is it the what, what do we call it? It's not a bottle. It's a the lamp. Lamp. He would have been okay. So the genie's in the third century right now, right? He's in the third century. He's looking around. He's like, oh, I'm gaining knowledge for what it looks like to dress in the third century. Goes into the lamp ten thousand years later, which leads you to ten thousand three hundred A.D. He makes that reference. You look like you're from the third century with those clothes. So, Aladdin is way in the future. It's a post-apocalyptic world where the magic is not magic that they're using. It's actually the marvels of years of futuristic science. <laughs> oh, okay. And okay. that's Aladdin. Okay. Nothing about Aladdin is as you thought it was. It's all futuristic. It's completely post-apocalyptic. Zombies came and went. Everything's well, then what's, dead. What's 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 he? What's he? What's Raja? He's a he's probably some some monkey cyborg. What's Raja then? Whatever you want Raja to be. I don't know. What what happened in 10,300 AD? Okay, just like... You could probably have 3D saying, printing of human beings and this, whatever animal you want. The theory completely rests on the idea that the genie and the lamp are both man-made. What, how, who's to say that it wasn't ancient aliens that, you know, had him in the fucking lamp and then he came out around Aladdin's time and that he had been in the lamp for 10,000 years? No, the, the argument isn't saying he wasn't in the lamp. The argument is I saying... Know. It's about when he was in the lamp. Yeah. Right. But that that argument hinges on the fact that the the genie started being in the lamp in the third century. How else would he know what the third century dressed like? But what if he was in the lamp before then? Like 10,000 years before then and came out for a second? I don't know. But they say in the movie he's only been in the lamp for 10,000 years. So with that math, he had to be out of the he lamp in the third out. century. He never came no, he out. He said, once. "I've been in this lamp for ten thousand years." That's what he says. All right. What if he's exaggerating? Because he is pretty dramatic. We'll give him that. And okay. Also, All right. What he could if, be exaggerating, but it's a weird number to pick. Ten thousand years. You probably were in there for ten thousand years. What if he just made a weird joke? That's the same argument. You can't double up. Those are both the same argument. Him being dishonest. <laughs> Maybe he's just being dramatic on both parts. All right, Pete. Maybe he yeah. saw a picture while while he was hanging out with Aladdin. He saw a picture of Aladdin's parents. Yeah. Grandparents. Well, you guys have to let us, let us know what you think because I'm 100% sure that's true. I, mean, well, I just want to know what I mean, Raja is. I mean, like, what? I mean, what? I mean, flying carpet. I mean, that sounds post-apocalyptic to me. Like, it, some guy had to have dealt with zombies on a carpet and was like, you know what? I have an idea. I could escape all zombies if I can make this thing fly. Boom. Gave it to Aladdin. They made the movie. Sent it back in time with the guy who changed the Berenstein Bears full circle. Oh, my God. Oh, I just want to know who Raja is in the future because Raja is so fucking miserable in the whole movie. Like, he just sits there and listens to fucking Jasmine complain all the time about her first world problems. And he's like, hello, excuse first, you. First post-apocalyptic Jasmine, world problems. I am a fucking tiger in captivity in your fucking house. <laughs> when can I leave? Don't pet me and tell me about your bitch problems. That's why I want to know what Raja is. Uh, Raja is probably a mix of 
years and years of science, maybe uh, animal testing. And a boo and the, the Jafar's fucking parrot or whatever. Yeah. You no. know what Aladdin's really about. But, but it's just see, that's animal the thing. There's enslavement. Talking, there's talking animals in this movie. Like, they had to have advanced animals to the point where they can probably manufacture them and make them talk and make them be friendly and make them not eat you. And that bird was not friendly. He's He's devious. He's shifty. I wouldn't say he's devious. He's shady. He's throwing shit. shade. He's throwing shade. Well, then how come Raja can't talk and tell Jasmine how much he's going to jump off a bridge if she doesn't shut the fuck up? Because <laughs> that he didn't get the voice. Oh, so now in the future they can choose which animals That's what I just said. You manufacture them how you want them. It's like a 3D printer, but animals, pff, duh. So she wanted a prisoner, basically. Yeah. A beautiful... She's Tiger got a weird prisoner. complex, okay? She's got issues. Yeah, clearly. she does. She doesn't know how to cut her fucking hair or get a hairbrush. <laughs> you look dusty. Your hair's uneven. You're, You're not, not that, that cute. cute. I was like, not you the duck. <laughs> oh, man. So we can agree. It's post-apocalyptic. You know, you might be right. I think I'm right. You might be right. I think I'm right. So does that mean that Jafar's mustache is coming back into style in the future? Yeah, uh, in, t- in 8,000 years approximately, 8,200 years-ish, give or take. So there will be genies, and there will be uh, arranged marriages? There will only be genies when they arise out of their lamp, whether that is 10,000 years or a different amount of years. I think that depends on the genie you get. Is someone going to make the lamp to put the genie in? Like, do you have to capture it? Like, I just want to know the logistics of getting a genie in a bottle or a lamp. It's a different argument, and that's one that I am not defending. <laughs> Which comes first, the genie or the lamp? The lamp. You don't make a lamp with a genie already in it. You make the lamp, the genie comes to it. No, but, like, if the genie is 10,000 years old already, and he gets put into a lamp for 10,000 years... Wouldn't the genie come first? No, the lamp came first. It's an old-ass fucking lamp. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. It's not like... Lamps are like the oldest thing ever. Julian, it's not like What is something that still exists that's like the oldest fucking oldest fuck? Aliens. A lamp. Why do you have a lamp? (laughs) It's so old. Really? Really? Not not like a like a like a stick that was like sharpened at the edge. A lamp is older than any stick ever. Yeah. yeah I feel you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think that the genie comes first and then someone builds a lamp and someone <clears throat> casts a spell on the genie and the new lamp and that's the genie's No, animal. the genie doesn't have a spell cast on him. He's that's when he is born as a genie, when he is he but appears, do you get born when as he a appears genie? when he is spawned what as is a genie, genie. I don't know, but when he is created as a genie, he knows that that is his cross to bear. He does not get to ever I forgot where I was have going. Legs. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I am so Okay, how about this though? The <laughs> Aladdin and the Little Mermaid are the same. The genie story parallels Ariel's story, except they live in parallel universes, and the genie never gets free and legs, except he does sort of. Except he doesn't get to be happy because he still has to hang out with Aladdin and, and Jasmine. And, but Ariel gets and, to be happy. And Ariel's side job is a PA for the film shoots of the underwater space station movies that they're shooting. No, that's Eric's job. 
No, she's 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 oh, the PA. I see. Oh, she, there's I see. shoots she of the underwater. Like exactly. So she brings coffee to the director on, underwater. It. Yeah, that's what she does. And Sebastian and Flounder, her little fish slaves. Come they don't too. work. They're her pets. No, they are not her pets. She bosses them around. Okay. She's a bitch to them. She makes them do shit for her. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, this podcast is so oh, fun. So fucky. It's so fucky. All right. All right. Good one. Yeah, that was good. good, good. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. I just like that your two main fucking theories are that Calvin and Hobbes and Fight Club are the same, and that Aladdin is a future apocalyptic fucking and <laughs> <laughs> and that shit matters. Oh, Julian. Uh, thanks Squarespace for putting up with our bullshit again. <laughs> Thank you Squarespace. You guys are awesome. Check out squarespace.com product code JJ at checkout 10% off your website. Let us know how you like it. Also, please in the comments respond to all the shit we Berenstein Bears blew out of our mouth today. Berenstein Bears. I yeah, want to give know. it. No, get, seriously. Why don't you just go and I mean if you want to respond to any of them That's the one I want to hear because and also Oak Island. That's pretty cool really cool um but yeah thank you guys for watching we'll be back next week with another podcast hit us up in the comments and uh we love you guys love you friends bye good conspiracy theories theories i have a theory i have a conspiracy theory that you will forget to plug in your headphones so i will have to charge them before next podcast that is my conspiracy true i always do love you love you a lot later guys